something, you make sure you tell them thank you. They were so good at instilling that, that my little brother, when he was two years old, he was riding with me in the car and I got pulled over by the police. And the police gave me a ticket and walked away to the car. And I'm frustrated because I just got a ticket. And my two-year-old little brother said, Felix, you didn't tell him thank you. I thought about that because <laughs> sometimes, and I, we really don't know, if he wouldn't have pulled me over, there's no telling what I would have done. Sometimes we just got to give thanks even when it don't look like it's working out for us. Which brings us to our scripture. Let's read it together with emphasis on it. Let's put it out there like we really mean this thing and we're owning it today. Let's go. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In what? Do what? Why? So then, if a man has a nagging wife, My wife's sitting over here, it ain't me. <laughs> we ought to give thanks. And we already said why. Because it's not your will that should be on display. It's God's will. All right? That's good all by itself. Y'all ready to go home? Okay. There's a word from the Lord. I want to, I want, if you could um, put, first, go to First Chronicles, chapter number 16. This gentleman, by the name of David, calls, God calls him a man after my own heart. Second Chronicles, or First Chronicles, chapter number 16. And I'm going to read to you um, verse 1 through 5. And then we'll, verse 7 through 12, and then we'll finish up at 34 and 35. Verse 1 through 5. <clears throat> when we get there, say amen. amen. All right. Y'all going to give me two hours this morning? Got it. All right, amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. For the grace given to us that we made it here. We thank you for the worship experience. We thank you, Lord, for moving us past ourselves that we could get into your presence. We are before you, Lord, because you know everything. We want to thank you for working it all out. And so, Lord, here we are. Come and speak to our hearts. 
shape us through your word so that we would be who you called us to be. And we could thank you for everything, no matter what it looks like. We thank you, God, for choosing us, making us a part of your family. We didn't deserve it. We thank you so much, God. And we thank you for the word that you have prepared for us. For we know that your word is good all by itself. And so, Lord, as I stand here, I tremble because I know, Lord, that I am not the preacher nor the teacher. So elevate your spirit in me, God, that we would hear from you today and that you will be glorified and we would be edified. And we thank you through the matchless name of Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer. And everybody in agreement, shout amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Beginning at verse number one of the 16th chapter it says so they brought the ark of god and set it in the midst of the tabernacle that david had erected for it then they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before god and when david had finished offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings he blessed the people in the name of the lord then he distributed to everyone of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread, a piece of meat, and a cake of raisin. And he appointed some of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord to commemorate, the, to thank, and to praise the Lord God of Israel. As, as he brought the ark back and the ark represents the presence of God. He wanted to celebrate the very presence of God as it was there. So verse number seven, on that day, David first delivered this psalm into the hand of Asaph and his brethren to thank the Lord. <clears throat> he says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him, sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous work. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Remember his marvelous work which he has done his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. Then David continued in the psalm, talking about all the stuff that could have been going wrong, but God was who he is. And then he gets down to verse 34, and he says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is Verse 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Mm. 
for his mercy endures forever. And say, save us, O God of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Hallelujah. He gathered us together to give thanks to his holy name. I want everybody that believes that to just tell them thank you. Thank you. Amen. I want, as we look at verse number 34, is, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And that's what I want you to just stay right there and just use this as a topic for the rest of your life. My God is good. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. David begins to um, accelerate the positioning of God as the ark represented the presence of God. So when he brought the ark to the place where the presence of God was there, he wanted to celebrate the very presence of God. And the way he starts to celebrate is through thanks unto God. And sometimes we start off our day complaining, talking about the wrong thing. And how you start usually be how you finish. And so David shows us how to start. And David begins to thank God. As a matter of fact, he even positions the people and tells them, you play this song, you get this music going, and we're going to give thanks to God in harmony. Because it's one thing for you to thank God. It's a whole other thing for all the people who are gathered together to begin to thank God. Amen. See, I know, I know, because it's one thing for somebody to come up and tell you thank you. But when it's a whole lot of folks appreciating you, that makes a big difference. And God says, I created you. I created you so that you can thank me. As a matter of fact, David even sums it up at the end. He says, God, you separated us so that we can give thanks to you. And so we have to understand. Sometimes I'm wondering what my purpose is. Well, your purpose is to thank God. But first you have to understand how to thank God. And if you don't understand how to thank God, then you won't thank him all the time. Because God's character never changes. Our circumstances change, we change. Our hairdo change, we change. Our outfits will change, 
we change, but God will remain the same. No matter what you do, up, down, left, right, God still sits high and looks low because he's God. That's who he is. And he won't change for you based on your circumstance. As a matter of fact, he will not be your Santa Claus. He can only be your God. God de designs uh, us to be uh, where he dwells. And so he chose you so that he can live in you. And so the presence of God is in you. And if the presence of God is in you, that's good. So if you're going to have nothing else going for you, you've got the presence of God in you. So nobody can say nothing about you if the presence of God is in you. So then let them say what they have to say, and you stay focused on what's in you, and you'll be thanking God for what is in you rather than complaining about what's outside of you. And so he, he, he teaches us that it's good. What's good? He's good. David said, when the presence of God is there, we ought to give thanks. But sometimes we, we talk about the wrong thing. We talk about what's going wrong rather than thanking the God who could take wrong and make it right. I, I'm going to tell you this. You are probably just one thank you away from changing the situation. See, you, you, you got to get this because life and death is in the power of the tongue. So then, if you talk about the wrong thing, you can bring life to the wrong oh, thing. Ah. Uh, but if you talk about who's right, <laughs> you can bring life to what is good. See, when you start thanking God, you bring life to everything that is good. Understand, understand God, God alone is good. I believe, I believe in Matthew chapter 17, um, chapter 19, verse 17, the, the disciples were coming to Jesus and calling him good. And Jesus says, why do you call me good? For there is only one good. No one is good but one. And that is, and when you understand that God is good, check this out. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word of God. And, and the word was with God and the word was God well in Genesis God speaks and when God speaks it becomes and every word that God spoke God jumped back and said it's good 
So God is good and his word is good. So if you're going to talk about anything, you ought to talk about the word of God and watch every word that comes out of your mouth. Because if you let the right words come out of your mouth, you can produce something that looks bad and speak to it and make it good. You can begin to thank God. And while you're thanking God, everything that looks bad has to go because you just brought good into the atmosphere. Is there any Anybody in here that understands that you can praise your way into a good environment. And so, and so, this man, David, he, he understands. There's no reason to talk about what the Philistines are doing. No reason to talk about what they did. Uh, he said, now that God is here, now that God is in the temple, let's just thank him. Because he's proven that he's good. So, 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 so wait a minute. Well, well, what's our problem then, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. I believe, I believe, I believe that sometimes we have what's called Amnesia. And, and, I, and, and I think it's called selective amnesia. So, so the Lord told me to remind you, uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. The Lord told me to remind you today who you are. He also wanted me to remind you whose you are. See, because sometimes you think you belong to you. Breaking news. When you said, yes, Lord, <laughs> you gave up your ownership. And now he is your God. He owns you. Well, check it out. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Or oh, do you not know that, you, that your body, oh, check it out. I know, I know, I know, I know you get to pick what you want to pick to put on it to a certain extent. Because you put the wrong shoes on, they're going to hurt your feet. <laughs> he said, do you not know? See, we practice owning ourselves instead of practicing God owning us. We get, wake up in the morning trying to please ourselves, wanting to be pleased instead of desiring to please God. Uh, let, me, let me help you for a minute because the more you think about you, the more you're going to operate in you. And the truth be told, you are one step away from falling and your other foot is on a banana peel. And if God takes his hand off of you, you're going down. So listen to this. You're not even holding yourself up. It is God that's holding you up. You aren't even, you're not even breathing your own breath. It is God that's breathing life into you. And if God holds back his breath, then you will come to nothing. Woo! He's good. He's good. He is, he is, he, he is good. He's good. He's, he's good. And, and he deserves 
your attention because you don't belong to you anymore. And we, we get so foolish sometimes. I'm so tired of this. Let me tell you something. If the sentence began with I, you in trouble. Because, check out the Bible says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Oh, now, now I get the picture. The Holy Spirit. David brings the ark, which is the presence of God, into the place with all the people. And when the presence of God gets there, there's order that needs to be established. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Preacher, what, what are you saying? What, what I'm saying is when Christ comes into you, a new order has to be established. There is a new kingdom order that has to be established in the believer. And the believer, as long as you believe that you are still yours, then you cannot function in this new kingdom era that is inside of you. And God is saying he's shaking you up so that he can have his way with the vessel that he has purchased through the blood of his son, Jesus. You are not your own. Well, on one hand, that's good news. And on the other hand, that's good news. <laughs> so no matter which way you go, it's good news. And so David, David, he, he writes encouragement with instruction to help lead us into victory in every area of our life. Do you know that God told me about two months ago, he said, tell the church to stop mentioning the name. Satan and the devil. He told me, he said, tell him don't say it again. You know what? The church has been tempted to use that name for years. And it's not even biblical. It's not. Why would God want you to talk about him? when you belong to him. And God's already whooped him. Kicked him out of heaven, came down to earth, and took the victory in the earth realm too. God said, I'm God everywhere. So you ought to talk about me everywhere. And the church, the church, they belong to that they began an era of blaming 
everything on the devil. He ain't that bad. And he can't get that much credit. Because God deserves all the credit. He deserves all the praise. He deserves all the glory. Oh, I'm falling apart. That's okay, because God hooked us up in the body. See, God created a system that works for the believer. Go ahead and say, I believe. If you believe God and you know he's good, then who should you talk about? David, David, now now get this. David says his presence was there. And then he begins thanking God. As a matter of fact, he was so wrong with it that he was telling whoever was in his circle to thank God too. Are you willing to tell folks who are complaining, to stop complaining and help me thank God. Huh? Can you, can, listen, I'm going to talk to the bold Christians who really believe, who willing to look like a fool and to give God glory. How many of you just believe God no matter what it looks like? You know that your God can do anything at any time. You have a reference point. See, I love God because God has allowed me to go through some stuff. There's a few people who've been talked about, who've been ostracized, who've made many mistakes over and over again, who got thrown out and left for nothing. But God showed up to show that he is a God that can raise you up. Woo, God. Let me get the text so we can go home. I ain't got happy. David, he, 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 he gets there in, in verse uh, number seven. And he said, on, the, on, on that day, uh, he told him to thank the Lord. And now check out what he does. The first, the first thing he says, he says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Now, let me help you because sometimes you say, well, I don't know what to thank him for. Because a lot of times you have gotten so caught up in getting a gift that you don't recognize that you're already gifted with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You have been blessed with everything that you need for godly living. Wait a minute. You don't have to wait for another present to tell God thank you. You don't have to wait for God to deliver to tell him thank you. He's already proven that he's a deliverer. You don't have to wait for God to heal to tell him thank you. He's already proven that he's a healer. You don't have to wait for God to restore it. He's already proven that he's a God of restoration. You can just praise God and thank him for being who he is your God. Thank him for being who he 
is. People ought to be complaining about you. Tired of that woman just telling God thank you all the time. That man just all he got to say is thank you, Lord. Let me tell you something. You can change people's life by leading in thanksgiving. But if you're walking around talking about, well, the preacher preached too long, he could have shortened it up. I was late for the taqueria. See, we... Y'all know I'm telling the truth. If you didn't say it, you thought it one time. You thank God. And, and, and then you, sometimes we say, oh, oh, Lord, thank you for the day. Now, let us get out of church on time. No. Yeah. The reason why I know? Because I used to sit there and wish the same thing. I'm not reading your mind. That was my mail, too. Because we, we have an agenda. Because we think we belong to ourselves. So David says, check this out. He said, the way you get rid of that amnesia is you start thanking God. For what? Everything. Yeah, but I'm not thanking him for my husband because he ain't acting right. Well, thank him that you don't have one that killed you. All of a sudden, he ain't that bad. We should always give God thanks. Because he's, listen, he's up to good even when it looks bad. Look, want to know why? Because that's all he could do. His word is good. All by itself. I sure hope the preacher have a good word today. Read it before you get there, and you can bring the word with you to the house. <laughs> and you don't got to worry about what the preacher got. <laughs> so then, David, 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 he, he begins to give us instructions that work. Let me tell you something. If you're complaining about something, number one, that means you just lock God out of changing it. He don't operate there. Number two, you just said, God, come correct me. Now, I've had a lot of whoopings, but a God whooping is worse than any other whooping. But he owns us. And he says that we belong to him, and he has purpose for us. And that is to thank him for everything. Do you realize if you can begin to thank God when it looks bad, 
that it just has to change and turn to good because you're thanking him. And when you're thanking him, that brings in praise. And when praise happens, thanksgiving is a form of praise. And God says, when praise happens on the earth, I have to leave my throne because I inhabit praise. So when we praise God with thanksgiving, it moves him from there into here. So there's a greater manifestation of who he is in your situation while you're thanking him. Now get this. How many of you have had some trouble in your life? See, how come only a couple of you admit it? Some of y'all going to some stuff right now. Let me tell you what God told me to tell you. God told me to tell you that's not your trouble, that's his, and quit taking from him. When we give it to God, that's when he handles it. How do you give it to him? Begin to thank him as you hand it over. Thank you, God, for being my answer. When you start Thanksgiving, watch what happened. Watch what David said. David says like this. He said one verse. He says, verse, verse 8, he says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. What's his name? The song said his name was Jehovah. When you begin to call upon God and thank him, you start thanking him for everything. It's because you move, when you're in thanksgiving, it moves you past who you think you are into who he's called you to be. Thereby, it breaks the selective amnesia and you realize that you are a child of God. And no longer do you call him God, but you call him Father. He takes on a relationship with you, and you can call him Abba, which means my daddy. God, when you begin to thank him, then you know that he is your dad that's going to take care of you, and he promised you that he would take care of you even when you don't want to take care of yourself. God, take care of you. He said, when you begin to thank him, he said, the next thing that happens is you start calling his name. Because before you started thanking him, you was complaining about how lonely you are. But when you start thanking him, you remember that he's Emmanuel, God with us. He will never forsake us, nor will he leave us. See, your name, the name becomes plain to you. When you start thanking him, you'll, you'll stop saying, I don't have this and I don't have that. Why? Because he's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. When you start thanking him, you start living in the peace. Why? Because you realize he's Jehovah Shalom, my peace. See, when you start thanking God, you go into victory because you remember he's Jehovah Nisi, our victory and our banner. When you start thanking God, it changes everything. And number three, he says, you start thanking him, you'll start calling on his name. 
You know, here's how you know when you're in thanksgiving. Because you'll resist talking about anybody else. You'll resist talking about your trouble. Because you'll talk about the bridge over the trouble. When you're in thanksgiving, you don't have no trouble. Because you've surrendered it to God. I want to talk to the people who's ready to let God have everything. You know, you'll give them your praise. You'll give them your worship. But God says, today, give me your worries. Today, give me your troubles. Today, give me that situation that has never worked out for you. Today, God said, let me have it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. God said, you belong to me. Give it all to me. When you give it all to God, you won't worry again. You will thank him. Why? Because you know he's never lost a sufficiency. I wish to God that the people of God would get outside of they self and stop saying, woe is me. And start worshiping God and thanking him. I want to talk to just two or three of you that's willing to thank God for your trouble. Let me show you something with you. Your trouble ain't got big enough. See, see, see when trouble hits you, I'm talking about some real trouble. Real trouble, you, you'll give to him. You won't try to figure it out. You're not going to try to think it out. I want to talk to the people that has had some real trouble. Where, listen, you didn't even have to think about giving it to them. You just had to give it to them anyway because there was no other way. If, you, if you're one of those, give God a crazy... A, a crazy, a, a, a crazy, oh God, we thank you. Yes, God. Woo! Hey, God. Woo! Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said, he said, when you're thanking him, then let the people know. Let the people know what he did and what he will do. You ought to, you ought to get ready to brag on God. Amen. Instead of when you get something hit you, something hit you, you go, oh, I'm going through it. Oh, this didn't happen. How about this? Woo! Watch God. <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you something with you. The, the, the world system has got you so caught up, but listen to this, the chains are breaking today. I told, my, I told my wife, I said, on Monday, I said, I'm having a super fantastic day today. And I went to the gym, they said, how you doing? I said, I'm having a super fantastic day today. They said, you are? I said, yes, I am. We, we were praying, I don't know if they remember, but we were praying 
and we were having a super fantastic day in the gym, and we began to pray. And we began to pray, and we let go of the hands. Across the gym, a man had seen us praying, and he was striking. And we broke loose of the prayer, and he kept on coming. He says, I was trying to make it to the prayer. In the prayer, it was a Thanksgiving prayer. All we were doing was thanking God for being who he was and what he was doing in our life. And because we were thanking him, here come another man. He was striking. And I told him, oh, yeah, it's not too late for you. And we grabbed him by the hand and began to thank God. Are you willing to thank God even when it looks like it's done? Even when you audio comfort zone? Are you willing to thank God? Make, make known, make known his deeds. Make known what God is doing. Let him know. Do you know that the world system is coming against you? But it doesn't have no power. Check this out. I went to get the same day. It was Monday. My phone is ringing off the hook. And everybody that has an issue, I'm telling them, thank God for it. And they're probably thinking, we got the craziest pastor. (laughs) And I've been really thanking God, not only for the victory, but for the trouble itself. Why? Because it's his. And he's teaching us how to let go of everything. And so I left. I went to get the car smogged. And the guy there and the guy said, "Uh, our machine broke. So we can't help you. Have you ever wanted to get something done so bad? That you're almost ready to get attitude? I didn't want to get attitude. Because, let me tell you why, you, I've been in that situation before, but this day, it was already a super fantastic day. <laughs> so I said, okay, where is it at? He said, well, you got to go back to Brentwood. I said, oh, okay. He gave me the address. I went over to Brentwood, and I walk in, and the lady says, hi, how are you? What did I say? I said, I said, I'm super fantastic. And she said, super fantastic. How does somebody do super fantastic on a Monday? And you know that old religious spirit? Sometimes you get the religious spirit, religious spirit, okay, okay, tell them, Jesus, Jesus, you don't have to do that. I said, I just made a choice. And you are one choice away. And God sent me here so you can make the right choice. 
necessary. Hmm. Super fantastic. Say yeah. She said, this is it. She said, what if your car pa don't pass small? I bet you, I bet you, you won't be having a super. <laughs> I'm just telling you how the system works. And I said, oh, it'll pass. <laughs> she said, it'll, how do you know? Look, the car don't hardly get driven. It's a 2001 little old car. Never gets driven. I said, it's going to pass. And she said, well, how do you know? I said, because today. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to go grab something to eat across the street. Can you let me know? She said, yeah, give me your cell number. I went over, sat down. They brought me some water. I was getting the menu. I called and I said, where you at? I said, I'm getting ready to eat over here. And MJ is good over there, just so you know. And, 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 and my phone rang. I said, hey, I got to go. And I missed the call. And she left me a message. Uh, your car is done. I said, okay. So I jogged across the street. I ran in there. She said, she had a, another guy in there um, that needed some extra money, so I offered to help him. His friend stepped in, and I was just trying to have a super fantastic day, right? Just staying right there in the moment. And she said, well, I got some bad news. She said, I said, okay. She said, it does, you don't care? I said, who's the bad news for? <laughs> she said, it's for you. I said, I don't receive bad news. She said, well, your car didn't pass small. I said, that's bad news for you. <laughs> and your equipment. Because your business and your equipment is designed to bless my vehicle. She said, oh, there's nothing that's going to stop you. I said, I made up my mind. <laughs> and she said, I give up your car pass anyway. See, what am I telling you? <laughs> when you're in the realm of thanking God, you will change people. And so God said, to thank him. And when you begin to thank him, you're going to start seeing his name for being who he is, which is going to release you speaking on his good deeds, not no one else's, not your own. Because that's what has happened. We have become so self-absorbent that we enter into relationships and we depict the character of who we're in relationship with based on what they do. How about this? How about if God pulled the sheets off of you and showed everything you've done? So he says, in order for me to really work this out right, let me make everybody mine that everybody can just thank me. And no matter what I allow to happen in their life, 
they have they know from a reference point that I'm a good child. So everything is going to work out good for the one who recognized me to be who I am. And it will work faster when the people of God begin to thank God. And don't worry about nothing else. I'm guaranteeing you, I'm going to say this right now, release the problem. Don't even focus on it no more. And begin to thank God for it and for what he's going to do with it. And watch your God. I'm going to just tell you like the scripture says. Sit your little self down and watch the movie because God's going to show off in your life. no reason for anyone who belongs to God to worry about your situation. If it hurts, good for you. God, it will build you through the hurt. No matter what, I'm telling you, this word is working for you. No longer should God's people be captive within themselves because you don't belong to yourself anymore. And the more you thank God, the more you will take on his character. Amen. Give God a praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. Praise. Hallelujah. He is good. And mm, he's mighty. Amen. Before we get ready to dismiss ourselves, I just want to give a quick reminder that there's a children's meeting immediately following the service. Mm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Let's just all bow our heads for a moment and just close our eyes. This morning, we'd like to just extend an, op um, an opportunity to anyone who hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as their own personal Lord and Savior, that today is a day of salvation if you don't harden your hearts to accept him and to receive him into your life so that you can fully know him and experience his goodness. All eyes are still closed, and we're just thinking about what we've heard. <laughs> hey, what's going on, partner? <laughs> and there's a gentle tugging of the Holy Spirit on hearts right now. If you don't know Jesus Christ personally as your Lord and Savior, just like you to raise your hand right where you are. Today is, the, today is the day of salvation. If there's anyone in the house who don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, amen, I see that hand there. Are there any other hands? 
We're praying for you right now. Is there anyone in the house that you've been walking closely with the Lord before? And you have what we call backslidden or you've turned away from God and you've been following your own path, doing your own thing. And you want to make that U-turn and come back to Christ today. Will you raise your hand? You want to be restored to Jesus Christ, to relationship with him. I see that hand. He's not going to condemn you. He's going to receive you with love and in love. Is there anyone who doesn't have a regular place of fellowship with a body of believers, Bible teaching, Bible believing believers? You'd like to make this your church home. This is a very good place. You'd like to make his presence, Christian Worship Center, your church home. I'd like to see your hand as well. Anyone don't have a church home and you want to make this your place where you're going to lay down some roots and be nursed in the word and strengthened in the word and encourage others. I see that hand. I see that hand. Mm, hallelujah. Wow, we're just hanging out with him right now in his sweet atmosphere and his presence. Hallelujah. If I could get my ministers to come forward, please. Be ready to receive the people when they come. Okay, for those who said they want to give their life to Christ, they don't have a relationship with him, those hands that went up, I'd like you to come forward right now. Okay. For those who needed to make that U-turn to get restored with Christ again, I'd like you to come up at this point. Just give the Lord a hand praise as they come. We can open our eyes and receive these that are coming right now. And if you didn't raise your hand before, it's not too late to raise your hand now or to just come forward right now. Just tell that voice to shut up. I'm coming up there right now because I want to give my name. I want to make my place straight and right with Jesus. And lastly, there were those who raised their hand that they want to make this their church home. We'd like you to come forward right now as well. Amen. Give him a hand praise as he comes. Come on, family. Hallelujah, family. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Familia. 
Amina, praise the Lord. Amen. And so I'd like my usher to do you have cards? Amen. 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 We're going to give you some information. They're going to share that with you. But we're going to pray with you. What's your name, dear heart? Marvetta. Marvetta. Okay, Marvetta. Awesome. And this is Kelvin. Kelvin, Marvetta, Harold. Praise God. And then the rest of your family. Come on, we're all here today. Amen. Give my hand praise. Give my hand praise. Hallelujah. I'm looking for some altar workers. Deacon Terry. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. Let's all stand to our feet. And this Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> amen. Our sister over here was really a, a recommit, rededicate. We already know that we're going to be baptizing her soon. Amen. In the, next, in the next couple of weeks. All right? So, amen. But sometimes you just have that pull like, man, I want to give my life to Christ again. Because I remember coming up to the altar several times. You know what I'm saying? Oh, God, save my need. Come on. Sometimes we have that feeling like, I just want to give my life to Christ again. Amen. Until we learn to know that, man, he forgives every sin if we just confess our sins, right? We talked about him being faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. And then we have new family members here. We have new family members. Amen. Do you guys want to? <laughs> Amen. Prayers happening over here. We have Brother Kelvin right here. We have Brother Kelvin right here. Amen. A man of integrity, a man of faith. A man of power right here joining the family in Jesus' name. Come on. Oh, yeah, you're all that and more. <laughs> He's looking at me like, are you talking about me? Yeah, we're talking about you. That's who God declares you are. Come on. And he knows your name. Amen. And he's declared you righteous already. And prayer is happening for our dear sister Marvetta over here. And God is just doing something right here. And so, you know, we're not trying to really rush it, right? Because what God is doing. But we do welcome them into the family. And is there anybody that just has a prayer need? They want to meet one of our prayer warriors up here for prayer. Because they're here to, to agree and touch and agree in prayer. Because we know that the prayer of the righteous availeth much. Come on. And we want to declare some things in your life and agree with you. Knowing that we'll have those things that we say when we pray. We believe in our heart and don't doubt. We can cast down mountains of sickness, of disease, of relationships not working. In the name of Jesus. He loves you, brother. He loves you. He really loves you. Mm. Give that brother a hug. You guys go hug that brother in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Hug that brother right there. Amen. Amen. Don't wait for him to point you out. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah, yeah. Come on, just come on. I know. I know. Come on, I just want Pastor Rob to pray with you. Would you come and pray with Pastor Rob right here? The Lord is touching his brother's heart right now. And there's a little resistance. Hallelujah. We said it, pastor said it, and it's happening still. Chains are being broken right now in Jesus' name. I'm glad pastor didn't take an entire two hours because I'm taking some time now. Come on. <laughs> Amen. They're going to continue to minister to these. We're going to stand and pray and be dismissed. So if you can hang on for just another 30 seconds, you'll be dismissed with everybody. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for everything that you've done in this service today and our time together with you, Lord God. We thank you for coming down and inhabiting the praises of your people, Lord God, and making yourself known and shown in this house today, Lord God. And Father, we are full of thanksgiving to you and for you, Lord God, and know that you are so very good and that you have good plan for us, Lord Jesus. And so, Father, I pray blessings. I declare blessings over every person within the sound of my voice. I thank you for perfect health and strength and peace of mind in the name of Jesus. I thank you for making their path straight, Lord God, according to your word, Lord Jesus. Thank you that no weapon formed against them will prosper, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that they are victors and not victims in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for letting the peace rule in their hearts that surpasses all understanding in the name of Jesus. I thank you for there being peace in their households, Lord God, and that their speech is encouraging, encouraging and seasoned with grace.